Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Genesis. Tonight is study number 10 of Genesis chapter 10, and we're going to begin reading in verse 21. Unto Shem also, the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth the elder, even to him were children born, the children of Shem, Elam, and Asher, and Arphaxat, and Lud, and Aram, and the children of Aram, Uz, and Hul, and Gether, and Mash. And Arphaxad begat Selah, and Selah begat Eber. And unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided. And his brother's name was Joktan. And Joktan begat Almodad, and Sheleph, and Hazer Maveth, and Jira, and Hadoram, and Uzul, and Dikla, and Obel, and Abimael, and Sheba, and Ophir, and Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan, and their dwelling was from Mesha, as thou goest unto Sefer, a mount of the east. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, after their generations, in their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. Well, here we see in this chapter that God is following a pattern that he established earlier with the genealogy we read um, earlier in Genesis chapter 5 and also partly in Genesis 4, with the line, um, actually two lines. One line following those that most identify with God and the line in which God's elector found will be the line of Seth going back as a descendant of Adam and also a second line, the line of Cain. And and God doesn't give the lifespans when he follows that second line or, or the line of the wicked, the unsafe people of the world, because the timetable for the earth is centered around God's elect and his salvation program. And so we see the biblical calendar of history follows the patriarchs, many of which were truly saved individuals. And here in Genesis 10, we saw the line of Ham and the line of Japheth. And uh, within those lines, there is no genealogy. But with the line of Shem, although we don't see it here, we will see in chapter 11, some of these same individuals like Eber mentioned again. And we'll find that same pattern that we saw back in Genesis chapter 5 concerning um, one calendar reference patriarch dying and another being born in the same year 
and uh, the lifespans are given and, and dates, ages are given for these men. And we also see something interesting here in Genesis 10 that God makes a similar statement two times. Back in verse 5, after uh, telling us of the sons of Japheth, uh, he, he said in verse 5, By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after their families and their nations. And we have a similar statement in, in verses 31 and 32 of chapter 10. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues and their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, after their generations and their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. And the Lord is really highlighting the tremendous importance and great significance of the division that would take place in the earth after the flood. And that division is really seen in two main ways. One is the Tower of Babel, which we'll read about uh, as soon as we get to chapter 11, Lord willing, and that is the division of language, wherein God confounds the language of the world. And up until that point, the world had one language, one tongue. That's one main way that God has separated or, or brings about a separation between the people of the world that were unified in the earth after the flood. And the second way is through the dividing of the continents. The, the continental shift takes place in the days of Peleg, and God literally, physically, causes lands and, and, and nations to separate or divide one from another. And that uh, accomplishes a similar purpose as the confounding of the language. Man was, was unified in space as well as in uh, their ability to communicate through language with each other. And the Lord, for his own purposes, and we'll, we'll discuss that more in chapter 11, what the Lord's purposes were, but the Lord, for his own purposes, brought about this separation, this division. And uh, those are the two main ways that the division took place. Now, Peleg is uh, a central figure He's also a Bible calendar reference patriarch. So we're not surprised that we read in Genesis 10, verse 25, And unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided. Because the calendar was keyed to Peleg in the time in which God divided the earth, we find reference to him. And actually, the Lord made um, arrangement to have his name called Peleg. Uh, in First Chronicles chapter 1, 
And First Chronicles 1 very closely follows the genealogy that uh, we've seen laid out here in Genesis 10. And in First Chronicles 1, it says in verse 18, And Arphaxed begat Shelah, and Shelah begat Eber, and unto Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, because in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. And, and notice in this verse in First Chronicles one nineteen, we're told the reason Peleg was called Peleg was because in his days the earth was divided. And actually, the word divided in Genesis ten, verse twenty five, the Hebrew word is sixty three eighty five, and uh, with vowel pointing, it's pronounced. Palag, and yet it's very closely related. It has the same consonants as Peleg 6389. And remember, the vowel points were added later. They are not in the original God-breathed text. And and so the, the consonants for Peleg are the same consonants for the word divided. And therefore, it's the same Hebrew word. And so uh, that's why Peleg was called Peleg. His name means divided. And God had him born. The the lifespan for Peleg was, um, he was born in 3153 B.C. And he died in 2914 B.C. So uh, in his days, somewhere between that time period, that 239-year time period, the earth was divided. And we understand that uh, to mean that there was, uh, prior to the division of the earth, one enormous landmass that uh, when God created the world and and after the flood destroyed the earth and the floodwaters decreased and left the earth, there was one large continent, an enormous continent, that uh, all people of the world lived on, and and they did so from the time of the flood, uh, after the flood, 4990 B.C., until the days of Peleg, again 3153 to 2914 B.C., but actually... There is some secular evidence that helps us to narrow down and pinpoint more accurately when the division of the continents took place. And and that's related to the foundation date for the Mayan calendar. And remember, the Mayans were that people, an advanced people, that um, were tribesmen living in South America and they came up with a very accurate calendar. Um, some historians looking back at their civilization refer to them as um, extremely advanced in mathematics. They, it's said, pioneered the concept of zero and, and so forth. And they uh, were excellent at astronomy. 
and they developed a calendar that was extremely accurate and precise. And that calendar, we heard a lot about it uh, in the days prior to May 21, 2011, because many people were saying, you, you're, you're off by a year. The Mayan calendar comes to an end in the year uh, 2012. And uh, I remember addressing this several times, and Mr. Camping would address it on the open forum, that although the calendar was accurate, it had nothing to do with the end of the world, the Mayan calendar, but the way they set up the calendar, uh, their period of keeping time came to an end at that point. But Mr. Camping noted in his book, Adam Wynn, and maybe in some of his other writings, the significance of the foundation date for that calendar, the foundation date for the Mayan calendar, was 3114 B.C. And that's within the lifespan of Peleg, within the days of Peleg when the earth was divided. Peleg was born in 3153, and so he would have been about 39 or 40 um, in 3114, which also fits in with um, those numbers, fit in with very important events happening in the Bible. But uh, Peleg would have been age 39 or 40, uh, inclusively, in the year 3114 B.C. And God, in his days, we know this for a fact, we're since we're using secular reference of the Mayans, we can't say it absolutely, and 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 um, I'm not saying it absolutely. Bible's not saying it absolutely, but it provides some evidence to give us uh, a sort of um, a, a fairly good estimate that that yes, absolutely, the Earth was divided within the time of Peleg, and there's um, secular evidence regarding the Mayan calendar, that the division took place in the year 3114 B.C. because at that point, the the, uh, continents would have broken apart and have begun to slide away from each other. And it's very possible since um, Shinar, the land of Shinar was sort of central to civilization and the whole Middle Eastern society, those nations, they uh, pretty much uh, would have experienced some earthquake and, and and all the other land would have moved away from it. And so it would have been much more traumatic uh, in occurrence for um, for some of the the people the these small people groups that were outliers they uh, they they had gathered together uh, and and uh, some lived in the area that became south and north america others lived in a small area that became australia others lived in other areas some islands and and all these people groups began to spread out and move away from the main landmass, and we had the development of the continents. Now, we cannot imagine the 
experience it would have been for your your whole um city your your whole nation your whole uh what would become continent moving and probably at a much more rapid pace than than we can imagine across the uh, the ocean and this continental shift taking place and just we we get a little tremor and of an earthquake and and everything is upset well this would have been ongoing for some period of time it would have been an enormous disturbance and and there would have been earthquakes and and just terrible happenings all the while the land was moving and uh, there could have been mountain building and all all kinds of things that, that again, uh, are very difficult for us to picture or to understand. And certainly it would have seemed uh, perhaps like the end of the world for these people. And it would have been an occasion to remember. It, it would have been uh, something that so impressed itself upon the early uh, people that that became known as the Mayan civilization that when they developed their calendar they marked the foundation date for the calendar 3114 BC the year and I I think uh, if I remember right it was also August that they even marked the month but but the year when their world uh, turned upside down, it, the, it where everything was changed, and and now uh, here here they were um, in a remote part of the earth, and uh, uh, you know in South America and some of these places where the Mayans live, that it um, there there would have been drastic changes. And again, we just can't imagine the turmoil, the, uh, the turmoil would have caused and certainly worth noting as a calendar reference point, the year 3114 BC. Now, when we think of these two major events, the Tower of Babel and the division of the continents, Often they're, they're put together. They're combined. And Mr. Camping has done this in his writings where we've been under the assumption that the, the Tower of Babel and the division of the continents occurred practically simultaneously. And that's not correct. That's not correct. We, we have to make a correction at this point uh, because we're, we're learning more information. We're, we're, um, taking a new look, a fresh look at some of these things and a very prolonged, careful look. And, and so, uh, for instance, for instance, have we thought through the entire situation? Let's ask the question. Which came first? Was it the Tower of Babel or was it the division of the continents. What happened 
first. And, well, let's first ask, is it possible that the division of the continents happen first? And the answer is no. That's not possible. And we can know that, absolutely. Because in Genesis 11, I'll read in verse 1, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. So the whole earth is one language and one speech. Now, if the continents had already divided before the Tower of Babel, then when the Mayans went out and and gathered in their neck of the woods, so to speak, when they um, lived in, in the part of the earth that they lived in, and and when the Aborigines lived in that part of the earth that became Australia, and and so forth with the um, with the Pacific Islands and and um, some of the tribes that lived on there, what we would find if the division of the continents happened first, then then our experience should be when we see all of these um, people groups that are that are on these remote locations, we should find that they all speak the same language. That the the people uh, of the Aborigines of Australia and the tribes of, like the Mayans of South America or the American Indian tribes of North America and, and so forth, that they should all speak the same language because the continent was divided, and they ended up being transported uh, across the sea and and placed in their little island or or on their particular continent before the Tower of Babel. And, and therefore, since the world was one language and one speech, it, everyone should, when, when we find a, a, a tribe in Papua New Guinea, we should find that uh, they they speak one language, and and actually today it's estimated um, if um, the <laughs> internet information uh, from Wikipedia and other sources like that is correct, that the people of Papua New Guinea, which are uh, around four million in number, that that people speaks upwards of 850 different languages and and that's a small number of people of uh, around 4 million and and yet they speak a vast array of different languages but we should find that they all really speak one language and then when we travel over to Australia we should find original inhabitants of Australia also speak one language that is the same as those in Papua New Guinea or as the Mayans. But we do not find that. We find, again, 850 languages in Papua New Guinea and and various dialects all differing one from another. There might be some similarities, but 
but different languages wherever we look. And that tells us absolutely, there's no question about this, that the Tower of Babel took place before the division of the landmass, before the continental shift. Well, we know this for certain, that the continents divided in the days of Peleg, 3153 to 2914 B.C. And there's, again, secular evidence with the Mayan calendar date of the year 3114 or thereabout when actually the the continents were divided. Peleg's name means divided. Now, it's it's significant when we read in Genesis 11 concerning the confusion of tongues, that God does not say he divided the languages. He, he does not use the word Peleg, that we find um, uh, Peleg's name and, and the word divided. When, in the days of Peleg, the earth was divided. The earth is, uh, uh, again, in verse 25 of Genesis 10, and unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the language divided. No, it doesn't say that. It says the earth divided. The earth is land. It is the continents. And and that is what we can be at, uh, completely certain of, that Peleg was... Um, the calendar reference patriarch in the time of the division of land. But in Genesis 11, when God confounds the one language of mankind, when he causes confusion and really multiplies the languages of the people of the earth, God doesn't use the word divide. Instead, he uses the word scatter in verse 8 of Genesis 11. So Jehovah scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. In verse 9, therefore is the name of it called Babel, because Jehovah did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did Jehovah scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. Now again, we're by necessity looking into the next chapter, but we, we, we want to go more slowly than that and, and not try to study two chapters at once. So we'll look at the word scatter later. For now, all we need to know is it's a different word. And, and God could have said, if it were a simultaneous event, he could have said that he divided um, the the language instead of scattering them that he could have said uh, did Jehovah divide them abroad upon the face of all the earth when when he confounded the language but he did not he used a different Hebrew word and that's because the division of language took place before the dividing of the continent. The dividing of the continent in the days of Peleg occurred after 
the Tower of Babel. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.